Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the podcast about musical theatre people by musical theatre people and musical theatre. We'll get there. It's me, KB, and I am joined at the table by Zane C. Weber today. That's me. There was there was a, a little bit more of a question in that by musical theatre people. Yeah, because I, I said I that we were going to talk about musical theatre people instead of musical oh. theatre. It's a Sunday morning, guys. I'm sure, <laughs> get I am there sure we'll talk about Christian Ball at least oh, once. So much. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, and because we are doing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, not because we're doing an episode on Christian Ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you are not the only one at the table. No, we I'm have not. some super cool guests. One, two of them. Two of them. Yeah. Which is why it's just the two of us today. Correct. Which is weird. And no other reason. And no other reason. <laughs> the first guest is Josh Moore. Hello. Hello. It's great to be here. Thanks so I'm much very for excited. coming on. Oh, you're welcome. My yeah. pleasure. It's nice to have you. It's, I can't believe you haven't been on the show before. I know. I love listening. And, and, and now I'm here. Amazing. And I'm excited. It's so good. And you have brought a friend with you. I have brought a friend. And it's Lawson. Hi, Lawson. Hello. How Hello. are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. That's so good. Now, you two are both um, starring in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at Phoenix, which is why you're here to talk about the show. Lawson, I'm guessing you're playing Willy Wonka and Josh is playing Charlie. Is that the way it's going? How did you know? Oh, I'm, I'm just Veruca. really good. You're Veruca. I'm Veruca. That makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get to know the show and the characters that you're playing, we need to get to know you. Yeah? Absolutely. I mean, it's only natural. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Um, and because Miranda's not on mic today saying the Getting to Know You song falls to you. Getting to know <laughs> you. Is that, that was, was that great, Miranda? So good. I got Miranda, the thumbs up. So. Miranda's um, our producer for this episode, so she is We're just getting the sure thumbs up. It's great. the thumbs up from producer Miranda. Okay, guys, question number one. Which musical character would other people compare you to? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, very topical, actually, mm. but I think Willy Wonka. Really? Yeah, I oh, thought okay. about it because... He's like a bit of an introvert, mm-hmm. kind of marches to the beat of his own drum a bit. Yeah. A right? bit. A bit. A lot. He literally a lot. separates himself from society. <laughs> from society, again. <laughs> but yeah, very, very whimsical, but also very weird, a little bit misunderstood. Now, what would you say about me saying 
he's also a little bit, just a little bit creepy. Oh, he's totally creepy. <laughs> totally creepy. But again, I think misunderstood okay. creepy. Like, misunderstood creepy. Yeah, like okay. he doesn't think he's creepy, but other people think he's creepy. And he's fun and creative. I can see it. Yeah, whimsical and yeah. weird. Whimsical and weird. Whimsical and weird, guys. If you've never met Josh before. Whimsical and weird. <laughs> what about you, Lawson? Well, my family thinks Simba from The Lion King because he's brave, kind, and is a good leader. And I was one of the captains at my school last year. Hey. That is probably the sweetest answer we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> oh, it's it's going to get sweeter. Oh. You wait. You wait. Lawson, we're going to have hearts breaking all over the world. Are you ready for that? Yeah, you are. He's, he's ready. <laughs> My granddad thinks this especially because he loves the Lion King and his business logo is a lion. Guys! <laughs> yep. I don't know yep. if we're going to get through this episode without me crying. There's a box <laughs> of tissues at rehearsals and we just keep on dabbing those tears. Uh, all right. I, I, I'm ready for the next question. Are you guys ready for the next question? Yeah. Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? SpongeBob. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just endless enthusiasm, positivity, friendly to everyone, no matter what. SpongeBob. Who, yeah. who wouldn't want to be SpongeBob? No one. Oh, it's the seems, best. It seems very exhausting existence to live. But it doesn't bother him because he's so happy. <laughs> I, I honestly, I would like. I would like to watch the musical where a uh, a, a Willy Wonka type yeah. uh, transforms into a SpongeBob type. Let's make it happen. Okay. <laughs> Leave it with us. Leave it we'll with us. We'll we do it. Do. How about you, Lawson? Well, I think Donkey from Shrek because he's kind. He looks out for his friends. He's funny, and sometimes he talks too much like I do. <laughs> the stuff I you think... say, Lawson's wonderful though. Thank you. That's like that's pretty good. Have you seen Shrek the Musical? Uh, yes, I also performed in it. What? Were you Donkey? No, I was the wolf. Nice. Well, we'll get that happening. We'll move you up and we'll see what we can do. Guys, I'm glad that you said that because happening. Donkey is an underrated character, I think. Yes, yes. he is. Yeah. I love Donkey. Yeah. Good choice. Well Thank done. You. Approved <laughs> at the table. Um, what are your dream roles, guys? Well, for a long time, it was Willy Wonka. Bam. Dreams come true, people. Um, but and I love I love my dial stuff. So probably Miss Trunchbull as well, or yeah. Mr. Wormwood, Matilda. Nice. Yeah, I think he makes great stories that turn into great musicals because they're weird. They are. They're weird. He was a bit weird. They translate well to stage. They do. Mm. They do very very well. What about you, Lawson? Oh. Probably when I'm a bit older, but Dewey Finn from School of Rock because he looks really fun to play and he believes in what he loves and is not afraid to stand up for it. Yeah, boy. Lawson, <laughs> you've stolen the show. You can host the rest of the episode. I think that's what's going to happen. Katie's um, <laughs> just being lazy now. <laughs> um, what is your favourite Sondheim show? I like Sweeney Todd. Nice. I like Sweeney Todd because yeah. it's just... The best, is you, it not? You say that like it's a controversial opinion. But, who, but lots of people say Sweetie Todd, don't they? Lots of people say Sweetie Todd, but I think if you met Josh, Josh is like very upbeat, very like happy, and so yeah. he's like, I like Sweetie Todd. He's I like Sweetie Todd. He's a SpongeBob type. <laughs> I'm a SpongeBob type. But like Pirelli guys. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> there we go. There it is. There it is. <laughs> How about you, Lawson? I haven't seen any. That's what I was I'd about yeah. to ask. <laughs> but I'd like to see West Side Story because it's set in New York in the 1950s about two te- rival teenage street gangs. 
I'd like to see it to know more about New York because I'm supposed to be in New York about right now because of the Aussie All-Stars, but because of COVID, it got cancelled. Can yeah. you explain to me what the Aussie All-Stars are? So it's a theatre group. Yeah. My theatre group, we went to Newcastle to perform. Amazing. And I auditioned for Aussie All-Stars and yeah. I got in. Amazing. Yeah. And then you go to New York as yeah. part of we that. Were supposed well, to you go were supposed to, to. We were going to perform in Disneyland <gasps> and like go to uh, Broadway and get taught by some like famous actors. Oh. That would have that been amazing. Happen, yeah. Maybe it will happen sometime when we're Hopefully. allowed to travel again. Yeah. I'm oh, very reassured that those were the reasons that you want to watch West Side Story and not that you're interested in joining a street gang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although the dance fights are Look, always very fun. I, I've always <laughs> said it, that if street gangs fought ballet style more often... I think we, it would be a, a better world. <laughs> yeah. It would solve a better lot more problems, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I would be a jet. That's what would be happening. Um, what is your go-to shower song, guys? I don't really sing in the shower very much. It's a bit... Uh, the shower's like my quiet time. It's like my okay. chill-out time. All right. But I also... I sing in the car Okay, what's your lot. go-to car song then? Um, I like Something Rotten. Yeah, nice. I'm a big Something Rotten fan. A musical. <laughs> it's just eight minutes of... The best of, really, isn't it? So you get a bit of everything. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I feel like now that you've played Willy Wonka, you're probably going to go down a Christian Boyle path. I love Christian yeah. Boyle. We're going we're gonna to get to him, yeah. but I, I adore him, everything he's done. So Shakespeare would be... Would be next on the list. A rock star time. It'd be so much fun. And Lawson, what's your go-to shower song? I have to agree with Josh. I don't yeah. really sing in the shower, but mm-hmm. if I had to pick something, probably singing in the rain because I did the show and ever since it's been, I've loved the song. Amazing. And there's water cascading yeah, it's kind down of like on it. It makes sense, sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So good. Guys, we've gotten to the ultimate question um, and it's sometimes the hardest one to answer. So just like mentally prepare <laughs> yourselves for this moment. Um, you have to delete one musical. It can't be Cats. That one's dead, buried, burnt in the ground. We've done it so many Officially times. Now. Officially now. <laughs> Officially yeah. it has been done nine times. We had a statistician come on. Yeah. yeah. Else we actually only deleted it seven times. <laughs> uh, but we have deleted it twice more since. Yeah, so, so it had all its nine lives and now can't be deleted ever again. <laughs> um, but other than Cats, which musical we delete? Controversial. Uh-oh. I know. Wait, I, I feel like... Sweetie Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie Todd. Tell the Chocolate Factory. No, 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 no. Um, mean Girls. <gasps> I really don't like Mean Girls. That's fair. I don't really have a say on this because I haven't seen it or don't know really anything yeah. about it. Explain why that is fair. I thought that you would be the one opposing this the most. I, as a fan... Of Mean Girls. Yes. I can understand why people might not like it. I don't like mm. it. Nothing really to do with the music mm. or anything. I just didn't like high school very much. And it gives <laughs> me anxiety. It's <laughs> and Mean Girls is like high school turned up to 11. And I, it just makes my blood boil. I can't stand it. I'm going to high school this year. <laughs> You're, You're going to have, have a great, great time, Austin. <laughs> Don't let anything I say. Do you have a problem with all High School Musical? Is there a good High School Musical in your opinion? High School Musical is a good High School Musical. Really? (laughs) Really? Uh, Yeah, I love it. I don't think we're going to get along. (laughs) (laughs) It's the drama. I can't stand High School drama. I think it's petty. So... High School Musical is high school drama. But not to the same but extent. not to the same. I get it. You see, it. Heather's is like number two, but I like the chaos in Heather's. You know, I love so. Heather's. You can't you can't. Anything set in a high school that's not done by Disney, let's delete it. <laughs> okay. There's quite a lot. 
I mean, we, we put this in here to be controversial That's and you've true. succeeded. So well yes. done, Josh. I've done it. What about you, Lawson? Well, this is probably going to be first, but I wouldn't delete anything. I would rewrite re- the ending of Matilda because uh-huh. it ends on a cliffhanger how the parents just walk out and yeah. you don't really see how Miss Honey and Matilda just like settle down. So Yeah, so you'd just be like, hey, Tim good old mention i just have a few edits for you from timmy, this point timmy boy timmy, timmy my boy <laughs> timmy dog um, t dog we're just whistle. gonna we're just gonna make sure we know exactly what happens to all the characters like a little yeah. like montage of like you know in the after credit scene when they sometimes pop up yeah. characters and they're like such and such went on yeah. to do this like that I think like it might, that? might yeah. be nice when they just have a little song together yeah about all the things they want to do now <laughs> They just or do the little cartwheel at the end, don't they? Yeah, do the little cartwheel and off we go. Maybe there's like an epilogue, like Harry Potter style, that it's like 10 years later and they come back on stage like old people. Yeah, <laughs> with wigs and makeup. With yeah, wigs yeah, yeah. And makeup. We'll work on that for you, Lawson. Um, but now that we've gotten to know you guys, we should get to know the show that you have brought to the table. So let's play some music and then talk about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The Chocolate Factory was composed by um, our friends who composed Hairspray. And Smash. And Smash. Lots good of old, good stuff. Um, Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, which I um, I hadn't realised until I started re- researching <laughs> Really? Yeah, I have been listening to the soundtrack for years and I'm like, this music's pretty good. And then read it, I was like, oh, that's why it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. Oh, that's why it's good. They're good at what they do. Well, they actually done. wrote it while they were filming Smash. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing all the demos. Good old fun fact Good for old you. fun facts. And do you want a Christian Ball fun fact? I absolutely <laughs> You do. absolutely want a Christian oh, yeah. Ball fun fact. They were writing it for London yeah. while they were filming Smash. And they were writing it with Christian? And they were writing it with Christian. He did all the demos because he was on set. They're like, oh, oh Christian, you'd be good at singing Willy Wonka. You can do this, but you won't be in there. You won't be Wonka in it. Not in London. <laughs> and then when it went to Broadway, they're like, there's only one choice. There's we have to get choice. Christian. Um, now, the West End version and the American version are actually quite different to the Broadway version. There's a lot of uh, new songs in the Broadway rework. There's songs that have been cut out. Um, Mr. Bucket doesn't appear in the original Broadway production yep. of the show, which I heard the like duet that's meant to happen between Mr. and Mrs. Bucket as I'm listening to the original Broadway um, cast and then it's just Mrs. Bucket and by the end I'm sobbing because yeah. I'm like, oh no! Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a beautiful song. It's a beautiful it's song. very understated. It kind of sneaks under the radar but <gasps> when it hits you, it hits you. It's and the good. whole time I'm waiting for that, like the second, per- I'm like, they're going to cross over. He gets back from work. There she goes to work. It's going to happen. It never happened. And never he never came. <laughs> we kind of have a Mr. Bucket but not really. Okay. Please explain, Lawson. He's dead. He's a ghost. Okay. So then in He's Mrs. dead Bucket's like a lot of song, people in this show. <laughs> in Mrs. Bucket's song, he comes and they dance together. <gasps> That's so sweet. Little ghost dance. Oh, what? I d- goosebumps. I, mean, I guess we should say, have we mentioned that you're both in a production? Yes. Okay, good. Yes, remember Lawson's playing Willy Wonka and Josh is playing Veruca Salt. I do remember that now, but the I was ballerina. like, wait, have we, have we announced that? Russian ballerina. <laughs> panicked in my head. Um, now, guys, before we go any further, um, it is your job to give us the entire plot of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in two minutes. Mm. Have you decided who's taking on this challenge? Do you want to do it, Lawson? Do you want to do it together? 
Do you want to do a minute each? Let's do a minute each. One word no. each. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you want do you, you want do, to do act one or two? You do act one. That's your act. Okay. I'm going to get the official timer out, which is just my phone. Oh, no. Oh, no. It Miranda's looks very official. Miranda's on it already. Um, so you have one minute for act one, Lawson. Do you need to do some like vocal exercises, get into a mental nope. state? I've got You're all here. He's, got, he's more prepared than any guest we've ever had. He's ready. <laughs> all right. The best tone for when you're done. It's got to be the best alarm. It has. It's got to be... Just not the alarm I have when I wake up in the morning. It'll give me flashbacks. <laughs> now, um, I have a fun fact from the movie um, while we wait. I have some too. You have some too? Yes. And it was called... <laughs> He's flicking through um, his pages. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because it was sponsored um, by a confectionery company who wanted to use it as advertising. And they hey. didn't feel like focusing on Charlie would be a good idea. It's all about the money. <laughs> it's all about the money. Um, so it's nice that the, the show, the Broadway musical and the remake of the movie have brought Charlie back into... Okay. Well, I have three... Fun- <laughs> oh, okay, he clasped first, his hands first, together. First, 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 let's do the plot and then okay. we'll do fun okay. facts because that's my favourite part. <laughs> Here's some I prepared earlier, he says. Are you ready? Yes, I Are am. Are you steady? Go. Okay, so to start, a young poor boy called... Charlie goes across and he finds a candy shop that's just opened up. Then he says to the candy shop owner, I'd give anything to see inside that factory. This gives the owner an idea. Soon after, the chocolate maker, Willy Wonka, who's actually the candy man, comes out with a competition to let five children inside a factory that's been closed for years. There are five golden tickets, get one, and you get a tour of the factory. The first four tickets are found. The first, Augustus Squibb, a big child who likes to eat and is greedy. The second, Ruka Salt, a kid who's upset who always gets what she wants. The third, Violet Beauregard, a kid who's obsessed with gum. And the last, Mike TV, a kid who's obsessed with TV, as you know. (laughs) (laughs) Then, Charlie finds a ticket after watching everyone else win a ticket. His family scrimps together enough money to buy a chocolate bar. He rushes home to tell his family about his win. His mother and grandparents are excited, but not, not as excited as Grandpa Joe, the grandparent who used to work at Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Suddenly, he can walk again after being in bed for 45 years, <laughs> and he hops up and dances with excitement. Done. Done! Yay! Yes! Act one! Act one! That all happens in Act one. That all happens, that all happens in, in Act, act one. one. Did you breathe Marin. while you were saying that? Okay, quick. Get <laughs> air back into your body, Lawson. Um, well done. Good job. We've, we know all the players. We know where they are. They've won golden tickets. They've won golden tickets. Are you ready to take over, Josh? I'm ready. As the act two, probably two. main character. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. So Willy Wonka lets him into the chocolate factory in act two. And one by one, spoiler alert, everyone's seen the show. <laughs> one by one, they drop off. And at the end, you've got uh, Charlie at the end. And it's kind of revealed that uh, Willy Wonka's goal was to find the next Willy Wonka to find someone to check, take over his factory. Because he's quite old. Because he's quite old mm. and he, he can't do this forever, but he doesn't want his company to, to fall apart. He wants it to continue on, his legacy, but he wants to give it to someone who deserves it, someone who sees the world the way he sees it, someone good, honest, kind, and we found a little Charlie Bucket to give it to. Oh, amazing. And Charlie says... No, thank you, sir. And that's the end of the show. And that's the end of the show. I do say no, thank you, but then I do say yes, please. And then you're like, ah, joke, you have a glass elevator, so I'm going to go. Psych. 
Psych. <laughs> I'm not as kind as you think I am. I'm going to take you company. Well done, boys. That Thank was you. very, very well done. Good job. Um, now that we know uh, the the premise of the story, what are your three fun facts, Lawson? Okay. This is about the movie. Amazing. But first of all, the least exciting one, the Chocolate River, River was real. It was real. It was yeah. real. And Charlie's voice broke halfway through because of puberty, so his voice is actually higher at the start than the end, if you listen to it. Touch wood. <laughs> you don't want your voice to break. And then, <laughs> this is very interesting, but Grandpa George fought in World War One, so they had to use, and was nearly bro- blown up by poison gas. So they had to use a red light during filming to show him where to look. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. wow. That's amazing. That is quite amazing. That's very, very cool. Did you know, this is my last fun fact, that Roald Dahl, at the age of 13, was a chocolate tester? Cadbury sent him chocolate to test um, as a teenager, and that's how he started imagining, because that's what he wanted to be then when he grew up, wanted to be a chocolate inventor. So then he started coming up with a story. (laughs) I know, right? At 13. At 13. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm not too far off that. You're not. So maybe we should write a letter to Cadbury. Dear Cadbury. Yep. Dear Cadbury, we have. As tradition (laughs) dictates. As a 13-year-old, I know chocolate best. Please send me your samples. Is someone at Cadbury's watching? Just something to think about? Just something to <laughs> think about. Um, now, there are a few uh, differences between the West End production and the Broadway production. You guys are doing the Broadway yes. version. Yep. Um, so, for one, Veruca Salt is now European. Russian. Russian. <laughs> She's Russian, and yes. it's hilarious. It's so <laughs> it funny. Is. Which she is not in any other... Productional version of the show. So this is a new thing. It's really funny. I think kind of the main difference between the Broadway version and the West End version Mm. is the Broadway version's very Looney Tunes. Yes. You know, very Looney Tunes. Um, Christian Ball said he based his Wonka on Bugs Bunny. It's, It's just wacky. It's playful. It's silly. Yeah. And I think flipping her into a Russian just really allows those two characters to be even sillier and they are they're wonderful it really it does add to the character it it's does. really funny mm. but that's the only so Veruca is Russian Augustus is German German yep um, Violet is American yes yes and so is Mike TV and Mike TV both of them are American and you are British yes so we've got a full well, maybe we should make Mike TV version? really Australian I am American in our version you're American in your version yep. too okay interesting Interesting. I would have thought that we would have gone more like worldwide. If we're going to change one character, you know, why not change oh. all five? Something. Why not? You know? <laughs> I think Veruca should be Kiwi. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yes. It just makes more sense. <laughs> and it was what are the chances that all the gone tickets found were by that all the gone tickets found were won by children and white children as well in America. And the odds were like zero. Point zero zero percent chance. Yeah. That tracks. Yeah. It's because Wonka's a little bit shifty. Wonka's <laughs> a bit shifty. Um, and there was one more change, and I have forgotten. They added all the songs they from the original added film. From the film, Candyman and Pure Imagination. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. And the Oompa Loompa song. We're not in the original West End production. But you guys, I'm sure, are having a lot of fun being able to bring what maybe you fell in love with as a child into yes. a production of what you're doing. Well, when they were in <laughs> London, the brief that they were kind of given was, we want to show that's just kind of its own thing. We don't want to... We want to detach it from the films and yeah. make it a new 
story a new incarnation so they wrote all original music yeah, yeah. and then when it went to broadway they were like we we want to bring the american audience in with the film because the american yeah. audience loves it so much so they they put it back in again which is so funny because the film flopped originally mm. it only made it only made four million dollars oh, only four million <laughs> um and it wasn't until it was a tv it was aired on tv that it became really popular so i guess people have that like at home nostalgia about mm. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Reading it as a kid, watching it as a kid, and now being able to see all those characters come to life right in front of your eyes. Do you guys have a favourite song? I like More of Him to Love, yeah. which yeah, is yeah. the uh, Augustus' yeah. introduction <laughs> song. The it's just wild. <laughs> the end of the Veruca introduction song, yeah. I like. Yeah, but not the beginning. Yeah. No, you not can, really. you can just do the away end. With yeah, I just like yeah. the end. But yeah, probably the Augusta song. All yeah. the, all the, what's great about the four introduction songs for the four kids is yeah. they're all so individual. They're all written in the style of that character, yeah. and you can totally tell which one is for which. And they're all very totally. funny. They're all very witty. And those introduction songs are slightly different between the two shows as well, mm. um, which is which is pretty cool. And the biggest difference, I guess, is that in the West End version, all the children were played by children. Whereas in the Broadway version, you, Lawson, as Charlie, are the only child in the cast. Yeah, like us. Is that, and is that a bit weird? Or Not do you really. really like. I mean, you have our good friend Shannon Foley playing um, Grandpa Joe. So Has I'm he sure that he, he doesn't leave us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love Shannon. So is that fun working with yes, Shannon? Yes, it's like very that? fun. He's a very good actor. He is. He's pretty funny, huh? We yeah. love Shannon. We love Shannon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Lawson's I'm nodding nodding. his head. He's nodding his head. Um, I have a thing about Grandpa Joe, though. You uh, not like define a, a not thing. Like a, I have a thing <laughs> for Grandpa Joe. I have a like. You've been bedridden. You have a bone to pick. I have a bone to mm-hmm, pick. Mm-hmm. You've been bedridden. There's four of you in a bed. Now it's a single mother cleaning up, looking yep. after you all, and you haven't been able to walk this whole yes. time. That's and the magic of chocolate, KB. <laughs> he gets a golden ticket, and suddenly... He can walk. He's okay. If you had <laughs> been a Cadbury one taste of the tester, you would understand. I... <laughs> We'll never understand. <laughs> you discussed this in a rehearsal, did uh, you? Yeah, me yeah. and Shan talked, and yeah. we were like, suspicious. <laughs> suspicious. Suspicious. Grandpa Joe, are you a good person? <laughs> we have so many this. backstories. Just, you know, <laughs> fill on the time at rehearsals. Amazing. I love that. Have you got um, a favourite moment that's popped up far into it? Well, I want to say when Veruca gets torn apart because it looks <laughs> that is so sadistic I love it, it. Does, it I think it's going to look really good because they got like a fake puppet and I think just with the props it all comes together there's a bit of theatre magic in yes. there yeah that's an- I quite enjoy the end of act one and then also the end of act two because mm-hmm. you kind of get the bookmarks of Wonka as a character you know the end of act one is this madness insanity it's outside the factory. He invites them all in. And it's like the best into intermission ever. Yeah. It's such a good ending to Act 1. And then the end of Act 2 is it's all stripped back. He's very human. And it's all about the emotion of giving the factory away, taking a step back and pushing Charlie Ford into the limelight. You know, yeah. it's the two sides of Wonka. And they're both beautiful for totally different reasons. It's great. Mm. Very nice. Mm. Um, now... This show has won a couple of awards. It won some uh, Olivier, Lawrence Olivier Awards for costume design and lighting design. Um, but my favourite 
and I guess I will have to see it. I'm assuming it's the moment that we're talking about here, Lawson, is that it won a Drama Desk Award for the Broadway production for outstanding puppet design. It, the puppets, the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> I don't want to say too much because I kind of want it to hilarious. be a surprise. But it's, <laughs> it's they're very well done, very tongue-in-cheek, very funny. Yeah. Very okay. funny. Okay. All right. Do I mean, but it was historically, I mean, historically, but like famously snubbed. It was. Broadway. It was. It didn't have a good run on Broadway. It didn't, and it, everyone that I have talked to who has seen the West End production also did not enjoy it as a show, like yeah. as an audience member. There, um, so it is very interesting because the music is so lively; it's so fun to listen to that I would have thought that would have transpired on stage in the same way. But I think one of the reasons that it famously didn't do very well on Broadway in compared to West End is yeah. on West End it was in the biggest theatre in London yeah huge <laughs> massive sets like massive sets yeah. ginormous and then when they moved to Broadway had to shrink everything down because they couldn't fit it in so they changed oh. director so yes, they got they brought Jack O'Brien yeah. on board and then they had to kind of condense this massive multi-million dollar spectacle and put it into a Broadway theatre with smaller sets and kind of a bit of a more of a recreation. Yeah. And so people kind of went in thinking, oh, I want to see all these crazy sets. Yeah. And yeah. then when they went down the route of pure imagination and you have to make it up yourself, people were a little bit disappointed. Yeah. But then I also think it's actually a really cool idea. I quite like it. I like the, because also buying into the whole Looney Tunes thing, if there is no set, yeah, you can make things up in your mind that you could never really make in person. There's like an obstacle course scene in that yeah, too. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's bananas and you could <laughs> never do that set in real life. No. But in your imagination, anything's possible. I also think as someone who loves minimalist theatre, if your show is relying on the set to bring the value of the show, then you probably are heading in the wrong direction. But again, mm. again there is the, the, uh, the expectation of the text being the these the this landscape made of candy, yeah, it's and spectacular, this, this crazy chocolate river ride, that sort of thing, like that yeah. spectacle. I, I guess, like you said, you can make it up in your mind, but obviously, people didn't get what they wanted. No. And yes. also, like if you were to go into a theater being like, "I'm going to see a chocolate river on stage," you're probably going to be disappointed. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like if you're expecting that crazy psychedelic tunnel scene I, from the I movie. I expect to, to swim in a chocolate <laughs> river. <laughs> you are coming into the theatre on you a boat. You want the VIP experience. experience. Yeah. a life jacket yeah. for exactly yeah. this reason. Um, now, Julie isn't here, um, but have we found I haven't. a bad review? I'm going to just quickly Google <laughs> bad review. I mean, I will say I, I looked at the... There are very, a lot of the, the reception. West End received mixed to positive reviews... The Broadway received mixed Broadway. to negative <laughs> reviews and the Australian received mixed to poor reviews. Yes, the... Uh, the I d- I'm <clears throat> yes, yes. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I, I don't know if I should find one because I feel like I'm just piling on at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, we like the show. We do like the show. <laughs> I do have a good review. Well, Please. A good re- you, yes. you shared so, a good review. Shine that positivity while I also. shined the bad one. <laughs> Shine that positivity. So some of the highlights from this is the ingenious depiction of the Oompa Loompas, the beautifully realised and joyfully manipulated acting of them. The first act is fun enough, but the second act is like a perfect bar of Wonka chocolate. 
Oh, it is manic. It's it's, it's a <laughs> manic act. It really is. It, it's just. It's so detached. It's so up and down. Yeah, you, yeah. You can really not predict what's going to happen next. It's fantastic. I mean, that's the thing. When you go back and watch the movie, like, the movie isn't not that. The movie mm. is, like, it changes tone from yeah, scene yeah, to yeah. scene. And, and it's up and down and all around. I think that's the one of the wonders of, of Wonka is yeah. he's so unpredictable. And his character arc is, like, up, down, up, down, up, down. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, I, I agree. <sighs> oh, no. oh. We found a really bad one. I'm just going to read you the first two sentences of the Sydney Morning Herald's Because the third and fourth and fifth are too because bad. I haven't, because there's a picture after that and I haven't oh. read further, but there's enough in the first two sentences. Um, uh, our friend Cameron Woodhead at the Sydney Morning Herald has given it one and a half stars. Ooh. Maybe two and a half stars. Two and a half stars. If the musical Charlie and the Chocolate Factory were a chocolate bar, you'd keep the wrapper and bin the content when no one was looking. As a stage confection, it looks glorious with impossibly high production values and plenty of inventive razzle-dazzle, but what's inside leaves you with an empty feeling and some of the undated ingre- updated ingredients taste rather strange. Ooh, ah. Oh. Where he's like, it Ugh. looks beautiful, but the rest of it... That was worded beautifully, it was though. So like, as far lovely. as negativity goes, I quite like that. Like, well <laughs> done on your scathing review. Well, that was like, the wordplay. I have some. I have some. Uh, I have some edits to do because I'm. <laughs> I'm a wonderful writer. Um, but yeah, he's not a fan. I think that the secret to this show, and our, our director Kate is really big on this, and I love it. Is the secret is if the cast is having fun, yes. the audience yeah. will have fun as yeah. well, especially yeah. in this show because it's so loopy, and, and the the fun we're having on stage translates into the audience. So as soon as a cast kind of I don't know, takes a back seat, starts yeah. going through the motions, it loses some of the, the nuttiness. So I think that's part of the yeah. secret as well. And I think probably there's only so much stereotype you can play on stage, right, before it becomes ingenuine. So if mm. you're not actually portraying genuine personalities, people are like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Uh, sure, everybody there is very nice and really, really welcome. Yeah. Welcoming. Is this the first show you've ever done, Lawson? At Phoenix, yes. At Phoenix? What other shows have uh, you done? Okay, I have a list of her. <laughs> Flicking through the paper. Excuse me while I get my CV and headshot out of my bag. I've done Shrek Jr., Golly Gee Whiz, Legally Blonde, Singing in the Rain, heaps of ensemble roles, and I was going to do, yeah, other ones with, like, Aussie All-Stars and yeah. stuff like that, but cancel. Is this the first lead role you've played? No. No. Shrek, I had a sort of lead role, but I had the lead role in Golly Jewers. Oh, amazing. And now you have to share it with this guy. Oh, he 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 runs rings around. Here. <laughs> he is he is spectacular. I remember little story. First rehearsal. Yes. We because it's the first time it's being done in Australia and I think worldwide. Um, yeah. at an amateur level. Yeah. So the scripts haven't been printed yet. So we just got a stack of paper, which Ben did for us. Um, and we all the adults were joking. Oh, like don't drop it. Whatever you do, don't drop the paper. Um. And then one of us did. One of the ensemble members <laughs> dropped his paper. Um, so it's all over the place. Pages, like the numbers, all out of order. It's going to be a nightmare. And then Lawson, having never met this man before in his entire life, gets onto the ground and starts picking up this paper, putting it back in order for him, and, and then hands it back. And there was an audible sigh from the whole cast of like, 
Oh. <laughs> and if you look up Lawson and you're like, you all watched me do that and none of you watched me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> but from that moment, we're like, oh man, this kid is perfect this for Charlie. He encapsulates Charlie. Charlie Bucket. Thank you. <laughs> it's wonderful. Amazing. Well, is there anything else we need in this section or can we move on to jury? Uh, lessons learned lessons every time. Learned. I want to always learned. skip lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's do it. Play that music, Zane. So, what are some of the lessons Charlie and Chocolate Factory have taught us? Have you got any notes on this one? I have three. You have three notes. All right. So, first of all, never judge a book by its cover. Everyone thinks Willy Wonka is like an old madman, but in the end, he reveals he's like really nice and caring, wanting to share his legacy with Charlie. Now, now, I don't, I don't want to fight with you, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to pick on your point about Willy Wonka. But what about Mike TV and Veruca and all the other kids? Like, they're literally, yeah, exactly what they present as. True. <laughs> You shouldn't be greedy. Or, <laughs> or end up Let me move on to my next point. Um, <laughs> you should always share and like be thankful for what you have. And no matter who you are, you always have a chance. Like how Charlie, even though he's poor, he finds a ticket, but his family has to make sacrifices. Like when Mrs. Bucket's shifts are cut at her job uh, and they don't have a lot of money, they still buy a bar of chocolate for Charlie on his birthday. Yeah, Absolutely. because his grandparents are hoarding money as well as not helping out at home. <laughs> I've got money in the mattress. I mean, is is the lesson there, never trust old people? <laughs> Best like, lesson the ever. The question is, maybe is create some circumstances to see people's true colours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think, again, we can play off, play off Lawson's point there and just like the curative or the, the power of hope. Yes. Because I think that is, that's the point of like why, why Grandpa Joe gets up is like he finally has something to get up and look forward to, um, that sort of thing. Or you could just say uh, the, the curative power of chocolate. Yes. Uh, I mean, chocolate is, is very powerful. <laughs> Oh, it's science true. has proven that uh, <laughs> that uh, you should be having lots of chocolate, and we are sponsored by the chocolate industry. Chocolate <laughs> today. <laughs> um, I learned a, f- a factual <clears throat> lesson, and that was that there was actually chocolate espionage. <laughs> oh, like in, like, in, in the real world. In the real world, <laughs> spies and thieves. Spies They're and, everywhere. So, um, Cadbury, and I think it was. Rawson was the other big chocolate company at the time. Really? We're so Rawson. R- Rawson <laughs> oh, okay. um, Lawson. <laughs> and they were so competitive that they started sending spies into each other's chocolate That's factories fantastic. to see what was. And I was like, I didn't know that this was a thing. Charlie at the chocolate factory has taught me something. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Isn't it crazy? Can you imagine being a chocolate spy? That'd be the best kind of spy there is. That is that is a very impressive business card. It is. It's like Zancy Weber, chocolate spy. <laughs> chocolate tester and spy. Chocolate tester slash spy. Um any other lessons? Lawson's already told us his. What I think you, I think the, the lesson is that you just have to be good. You just have to be nice, honest, kind, and you'll get somewhere. You know, just like Charlie is, you know, seemingly poor got nothing behind him but you know his morals are good so in the end he wins versus all these horrible children who have lots of money lots of power lots of status but they're awful people so they don't get anywhere so i think it's just underestimate mm. the underdog right yeah it's all about just being 
good and yeah. and just believing in that and believing that it will get you somewhere because it will. Uh, nice. I also think that I think this is a running theme in a lot of Roald Dahl stuff, but just like the power of like childhood mm. um, and like goofiness and not growing up. Yeah, because, being like, Willy silly. Wonka is just like the, the the actual picture of Arrested Development, <laughs> <laughs> but like he makes it work. Like he yeah. he kind of harnesses that power that it gives him. Yeah, so, like, yeah. it's good. It's it's good to be silly sometimes yeah. Yeah. sometimes being silly is the right thing to do absolutely mm. as someone who makes a living of that <laughs> yeah um, likewise and play and creativity and imagination shouldn't be something that uh, leaves you as you mm. grow older right going into yeah. high school you're like fully old Mel Wilson so you gotta keep that gotta be cool now uh, yeah <laughs> gotta be cool <laughs> or else the mean girls will get me yeah that's right <laughs> Um, any other lessons from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Not that I have. I guess maybe we learnt that um, uh, scaling back needs to be proportionate to the theatre that you're going into. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, from a producing standpoint. I learned from the movie that there is no such thing as an everlasting gobstopper. <gasps> That's true. Just saying. There, there are gobstoppers, but they're not everlasting. No, they will go away. They will go. <laughs> they will, and you'll like, be it left. Might take a while. You'll be left sad and disappointed. I have a box of the Wonka Everlasting Gobstoppers. Actually, they're very nice. It is a box of lies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a lot in there, though. The, there and is they a are lot. tasty. I will. I will. <laughs> if they last forever, you can That's actually maybe. win golden tickets as well in what? Wonka Bus. Movie you can. World, yeah. yeah, movie, movie world, world. But I mean, just if you, if anyone's got to if know anyone that, knows. It's not a you, Josh. It's also they sell, but anywhere, like Movie World sells them, but other places do too. They, if you buy kind of the, the rights to this chocolate, you also get golden tickets. And I think it's like one in 50 and you just win another chocolate bar. You just win oh, another okay. bar. So it's not a chocolate, it's nothing nice. crazy, but so still fun. The lesson that you've all learnt listening today is that you need to buy a ticket to Movie World. <laughs> yeah. Buy a chocolate bar. You might get to see Josh. Maybe. I'm not going to tell lucky. you how. You're just going to figure it out when you've seen some shows or some street entertainment. You'll figure it out. Um, and <laughs> maybe you'll win a chocolate bar. Or why not upgrade to the year pass? Oh my goodness! Lawson! Maybe we <laughs> not endorsed by Movie World at all. Maybe we need to contact Movie Mini World. businessman Lawson. Check well, this out. We have out. your next spokesperson, Movie World. His <laughs> name is Lawson, and he will be uh, he'll be right there, ready to bring all the people in. Do you know what, guys? Um, now that we've talked about lessons, we haven't talked about Christian Ball enough. So I feel like Christian we should Ball. play some music yep. and then talk about Dreamcast. Miranda's not on mic, so she can't get angry at me for doing this. But I think Christian Ball should continue playing Willy Wonka for the rest of his life. I think he should too. He is he is wonderful, that Can man. I say I prefer Douglas Hodge. That's fine. Douglas Hodge is also, is also amazing. I um, think that they both encapsulated what they were going for in yes. their productions. You know, like the, yeah. the Broadway was, come on, let's get cartoony, let's get wacky, yeah. Christian Ball. Whereas London was like a little bit more demented, a little bit yeah, darker. Yeah, he's and a little Douglas bit more Hodge did that really yeah. well as well. Um, but if I had to ask, because Miranda <laughs> gave me a dirty look, I'd probably Does put, Miranda not like Christian Ball? No, Miranda doesn't like me recasting people that have already been in the oh, show. Oh, right, okay, that makes sense. Um, is I would probably throw like a, a Jim Carrey or a Neil Patrick Harris in yeah. there. Yeah, oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris would be great. Jim Carrey, I think, would be great, but I've also gone kind of 
older comedian, and I think that Steve Martin. Oh yeah, yeah he would Steve too. Martin actually, would also be great. He'd be so sweet. He would be so <laughs> sweet. But no, see, if you've watched his movies, he can he does that switch into dark oh, really quickly. He does. Yeah, he'd be very scary. <clears throat> um, who would you guys like to see if you were casting this show? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to? Well, I I think that Jude Law would actually be a really wonderful Willy oh, Wonka. He would be because he plays that really kind of proper man really well and I think he could push the nuttiness too if he wanted and to. you know, Dumbledore to Willy Wonka it's a natural oh, it's a natural. It's what happens, really. <laughs> but I think Neil Patrick Harris as well, like that's yeah. really clever. Yeah. I like that. What about you, Lawson? For Willy Wonka, I want to say the magic of like Gene Wilder on stage, mm. but if I had to cast somebody, probably Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Keeping it Aussie, I like it. Okay, alright. I'll give him a chance. See, See how he does. Gene Wilder <laughs> would be great. I'm not sure... I don't think Gene Wilder can sing. I like. He's I, not I a great know. singer, Gene yeah. Wilder. He's not a great singer, but he is my favorite. But to be fair, I'm not sure if Steve Martin can sing. <laughs> so I mean, it is our dream cast. So in this dream, they can, they can sing. Can sing. <laughs> um, um. What about for Charlie? Can I? I just got oh, a couple other. Willie Wonka. Well, no, I wanted Jen to bend it. Oh, yes, go hey, for it. Yeah. Is Audra McDonald playing Willy Wonka? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I think Audra would be a great Mrs. Bucket. She would be a great uh, Mrs. Bucket. So, but I think uh, I wanted to, to gender bend. Now, the one that definitely could not play it now because she's no longer with us, Lucille Ball, mm-hmm. I think would be a fantastic Gene wilder Yeah, no, yeah. she would actually. Willy Wonka. Um, but if living now, I think Emma Thompson would be a fantastic. Emma Willy Thompson Ooh, would be a really well. great Willy Wonka. She would be fun. I kind of would though if we're gender bending it like to see like Sarah Silverman as Willy Wonka what about Kristen Wiig oh Kristen Wiig (laughs) she'd play nutty (laughs) so nutty very goofy very goofy nutty Wonka (laughs) interesting alright what about our Charlies well I recently watched Home Alone and I think Macaulay Culkin because he can like portray lots of of emotions really well and he's a pretty famous child actor he is a very famous child actor um he is a, probably about 35 now, so we might have to, like, <laughs> well, drink him down. Lucille Ball is. I mean, I'm also in my 30s playing children, so I can't Let's really. just do Wonka, but everyone's, like, 30 years <laughs> yeah. older. So, like, Wonka's genuinely old. Wonka's All the kids are in their mid-30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really going to give this factory away, um, stat. I mean, yeah. Steve Martin's pretty old. But I also yeah. think that, <laughs> could like, do it. Steve Martin with Macaulay Culker would be a really fun duo. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't think he would play it now, but if we're going talking back to, like, famous child actors, Haley Joel Osment would probably be a That's fun one true. as well. If you had all of the, like, Macaulay-era kid actors mm. in there. Because he, he was, like, a very, like... <laughs> he was so pure in, like, pay he it forward was. and what have you. Like yeah. He is still just, like... A big kid now too. He just is sure. like, okay. You could have Jonathan Taylor Thomas in there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put them all. <laughs> Mike TV. Mike. T- yeah. Oh yeah, Jonathan. I mean, Taylor that's Thomas the thing. There are Mike a lot TV. of child roles. That there are a lot yeah. of child roles. Zac Efron in. <laughs> Zac Efron. <laughs> Augustus Gloom. <laughs> put him in a fat suit. He'll be fine. I Actually, have, you had someone you wanted to do as Augustus. Lawson. I have two controversial-ish oh, no. ones. For Augustus, I would like to say Jack Black. I think he'd be funny as. <laughs> Too <laughs> controversial. So Get out of here. And for Grandpa Joe, Danny DeVito. 
Nice. He, he can play like the Please. old man role really well. <laughs> Absolutely. Daddy I'm in. Daddy. 100% in on that one. Do you know what? I just want Danny DeVito to be the Oompa Loompa. I, oh, that would be even better. Just superimpose him. I, 50 Daddy DeVitos. Now accept Macaulay Culkin as Charlie with your cast loss. And you've cast Thank this you. very well. Yeah, I agree. You've cast this very, very well. Um... <laughs> Now all I can see is Daddy DeVito. (laughs) 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 An army of Daddy DeVito coming at you. Audra McDonald singing her heart out and then Daddy DeVito just being like, I can walk now. (laughs) Would be like the weirdest combination. I love it. I think that's great. Um, Do we have any thoughts, feelings or emotions about the other children? Veruca, Violet. I don't know many child actors. No. Yeah. I yeah. don't really know. Look, as, look, we could just put the cast of High School Musical and Musical the series in as the rest of the children yep. will be fine. That works. That works. Yeah. Who's like a really bratty actor? You could like, have like young Dakota Fanning in there. But like, I'm trying yeah. to think of someone mm. who, like you could do Mike TV, who is just like famously really bratty. There's heaps of them. God, there'd be heaps of them. Oh, um, like famous people with an attitude. I don't, <laughs> there's, Googling famous people with attitudes heaps for 3,000 million. Yeah, there's heaps of them. I don't remember his name, but he could voice Mike really well. Mm. The guy in Jumanji, the tall guy, gets embodied in... Oh, um, uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Actually, he'd be very funny. He Mike would be TV. very funny. He would be quite funny you as Mike TV. You could have the Jonas Brothers all played a role. Yep. We just used the cast of the new Jumanji and put them in Willy Wonka. There we go. Um, I'm sure that Disney could help us out. They have yeah. a heap of child actors. Well, there was um, uh, the, the the movie of the witches that just came out. We had Jazir Bruno yes. as the, the lead hero character. Yes. Does he even have a name? I'm not sure if he does have a name. I, don't, I think it's just boy. And then uh, Cody Cody Lee Eastick as uh, the the bratty sidekick. Yes. So I guess he could be Augustus. And they Augustus. they know the Roald Dahl esqueness that this show would <laughs> yeah. need. I, the witches, guys. I've got to make a confession. It's the scariest movie. I will never be seen. <laughs> I, I haven't seen witches. It terrifies me. The awesome. new one is less scary than the Angelica Houston one. Yes, that the Angelica was Houston one is much but, scarier. But what's scarier, the witches or Pinocchio? <laughs> the Disney version of Pinocchio. Um, Nightmare uh, Fuel. I would say The Witches. I would. Have you seen Angelica Houston? I have seen it. The one where she just starts like ripping her face off. I'm going to yeah. say that is scarier than. Or Return to Oz. Return to Oz is also <laughs> terrifying. Guys, we're on a tangent. You get it. There's a long list of movies KB won't watch, so we could be here for days. Um, do we have any other like desperate casting before we move on to top five? Not I don't I. think so. No. No. Let's do top five. Let's do I top have five. some very good ones. I can't wait. Play that music, Zane. Alrighty, guys. Top five lists for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Lawson, your notes are extensive, so I'm going to start with you. I'll start off small and get better. I love this. <laughs> yeah. I'm build. Pretty obvious, but top five reasons why kids love chocolate. Number two, top yes. five reasons kids are scared of heights. Yeah. Glass elevator. Top fair. five rags to riches moments. Top five luckiest moments. Top five reasons not to drink the brown water. Only <laughs> 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 second to year in town. <laughs> top five reasons of skeurophobia. Squirrel phobia. Yeah. Top five ways to cook cabbage. 
Top five ways to get your kids off TV and top five gum chewing hazards. This is amazing. Can you say scurophobia for me again? Because that might be a lesson people are um, learning right now. <laughs> scurophobia. Which is a squirrel phobia. Yes, guys. You're all going to have that when you leave the show. Apparently, the fear is not real. It is something that they That's think like is happening, but nothing is actually happening to oh, them. So there's actually no squirrel. No, like, there's a squirrel, but the effects are, like, it causes drowsiness and stuff. They feel like that's happening. Really? It's actually not happening to them, apparently. Guys. Mm. Lawson is confusing. So Dr. Smart. Lawson. <laughs> Dr. Lawson is here to um, tell us what all our fears and phobias are. <laughs> um, that is fast. I didn't know that that was a thing, that people... Squirrels are so cute. I want one as a pet. These squirrels are not cute. These squirrels, These gonna, squirrels so are not cute. So we're going to come out of fangs. the show. They are phobia. horrifying uh, squirrels. Yeah. To be fair, they do rip someone like apart. They tear the limbs. <laughs> they, off. they tear a limb from I them. have That's been true. saying for years that if squirrels tore people apart more often, it would be a better world. It'd be a better That's world. That's the second time you've said that. We, on would, this have, episode. <laughs> we would have less Veruca salts running around. Um, they are some very good top fives. Now, your top five rags to riches might have some big. Cont- you I mean, know, you've got Cinderella, Cinderella. Cinderella. Number one. You've got um, Annie. You've got. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Gypsy. Gypsy. Yeah. Maybe like it might be fourth or fifth. <laughs> Char- Charlie fourth would be fifth. fourth or fifth. Yeah, like, maybe. To be fair, if you come just like net worth, I think Charlie might be close Number to one. the top. Yeah. And maybe yeah. after Annie. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> and if we want to say, like, shows we actually want to see, Charlie would be on top, whereas Annie would not be on top. Uh, <laughs> KB just declares as if it's law. I like luckiest moments. I think that's a really good one. We'll have so many things to say on the Annie episode. Um... So, other top fives, Josh? Do you have any? Other? I quite like his luckiest moments. Isn't I it? think that's it's so such a. I love that, but also fun shows, fun shows that aren't necessarily here to prove anything, aren't here to you know be the biggest and the best. Like here yeah. to just go in, have a really good time with yourself, and and that's it. You know what I mean? Like just a fun show, really fun show. I would put it on top five interesting villains. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's okay, true. Because Willy Wonka technically is the oh, villain yeah. of the piece. Yeah. He is a villain, but it's a super interesting character and like mm. not played in a regular villainous way. Uh, He's a villain who has. I mean, every villain is the hero of his own mm. story. But you know, he's a he's a villain with a good heart. You know, yeah. he's he's. Yeah. He's a villain who wants the best. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're right. He's very yeah. interesting. Very, very you interesting. Couldn't, you couldn't really frame him. Like you couldn't say you couldn't really say that. Oh, he killed them. No, like, no, the yeah, squirrels do. No. That's how he gets <laughs> yeah. away with it. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it was I the squirrels. You couldn't, fault. you couldn't arrest him or anything. Oh no! You stop, please. And the, well, he, <laughs> Don't he do it. He did tell them not to touch anything without yeah. permission. Yeah, so true. All... And the Oompa definitely came to the factory on their own terms. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Would he we... put out a job out uh, there? Uh, honestly, top five Greek choruses. Yeah. For the Oompa Yeah. Very, very true. Would we have this on the top five? book to movie to musical list I think so yeah, I like it book it's a big one to movie it is a big one what else oh, have you got Wicked one of the, the Wizard of Oz biggest oh sorry oh, one, one of the biggest differences I noticed is that the book it was originally Char- Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and then Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator yes. they're two separate things but with the movie and the 
musical they've combined them? They have combined it. There was also going to be really? it was going to be called Charlie in the White House and he was right ro- 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 was writing it. He passed away. So, oh. so imagine what story the, like the musical White would House. have been. Yeah. <laughs> like Charlie president. became president. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie president, president Charlie, Charlie President Charlie. <laughs> Chocolate for all people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it, it was he became president or he went and had an adventure with the president? Or was it just a white house? <laughs> was, Who knows? He just painted we'll the factory know. white. That's the um, book. And we will never know because those transcripts will never be released. <laughs> <laughs> what about top five shows with food in the title? Okay. Mm. Ooh, okay. Top five sweet shows. Top five sweet shows. You've got Waitress. <laughs> waitress. <laughs> You've got Ratatouille. Elf. You've got Ratatouille, the TikTok musical. <laughs> Where's the episode on that? I want to listen to that. Oh, it's coming it's up. It's coming. coming. We've had people. Oh, it's yes. Fine. The next one will be Bridgerton, the TikTok musical. <laughs> <laughs> um, top five, yeah, food-related music. There's a lot of food-related musicals. But not I, in the title. Not in the title. So I, I think, think it always makes it you hungry, though. Like, when you watch... Whenever I watch... Child and the Chocolate Factory, like the movie or anything. Yeah. I'm always hungry after. I would like some chocolate. I please. always feel like chocolate. Some of the chocolate bars in the new one were actually real. Most of them were fake, but they did supply like 150,000 real chocolate. Oh yeah, bars. Just, just, some. A, just a casual <laughs> 150,000. No, 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 there was like a million something plastic chocolate wow. bars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they were sponsored by a confectionery company. <laughs> yeah. They were. Title Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, top five. Would we put this in like top five production value of like in terms of like set and costume? I mean, maybe the West End one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They in the West End version they flew down um, a bunch of piping with with like for the chocolate room when Augustus gets sucked up the pipe um, with Oompa Loompas in it. So they flew about seven cast members Hmm. plus this massive set down from the ceiling. And it was just such a technical achievement. Guys, who would have thought that money could do so many things? (laughs) If I had money, that's what I would do. Fly your (laughs) bulbers. Just in my house Fly your bulbers. People would come over and I'd be like, wait for it. I'd buy some. You'd buy some. They can make chocolate for me all the time. All you got to do is pay them in cocoa beans. They love the stuff. Amazing. And then they use those cocoa beans to make chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. It's a big roundabout. It's a circle. <laughs> Apparently they eat uh, cocoa beans raw. Apparently that's terrible because <laughs> they taste very bad they're very yeah. Until, yeah. before they're yeah. cooked. Yeah. Is this top five Christian ball rock? Oh, definitely. I, I I would even peg it at number one. What do you reckon? I know that's Austin? controversial, but I like it. Are you thinking about it? You're like, Maybe. Maybe I not. wouldn't say one. I would say second. He's close to close one. Close to second. Who's one? what's one? Shakespeare, Emmett. What's the other role? Dreamcatcher. Dream he was catcher. beautiful in Dreamcatcher. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I just think because from day one when they were writing this, he was singing the demos. Yeah. Like they would have had his voice in mind. He would have had, you know, they rewrote, like him and Jack O'Brien would have had so much, you know, he would have had a lot of input on the list. I don't know where I would place him. I would need to listen to the things again. I'll do yeah. some research. He's on the list. It's funny because quite often those in the demos, not necessarily the workshop, but pre-workshop, mm. aren't often cast in the role. So it's mm. like it's very it's, yeah. tailored to him. I just watched a very sad story about 
Jeremy Jordan in The Greatest Showman. Yes, I saw that as well. I saw that as well. <laughs> Where he was asked to do all the demos or all the workshops, sung for Hugh Jackman when Hugh Jackman lost his voice and then didn't get in the fall. I mean, that got wasn't, it, Zac Efron? wasn't it Brian from Avenue Q who like workshopped the show and then made him audition and he didn't get he it? He didn't get it, yeah. <laughs> Even though yeah. it was based on him as a person yeah (laughs) i'm auditioning for myself it's like if you were to do a chorus line and not cast any of the people whose stories you're telling on stage it's um there are some sad moments it makes me a bit sad um any other top fives guys don't think so no 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 i think we've got this top five things that you should see in february top five (laughs) and you know what that is a wonderful segue into us plugging charlie of the chocolate factory at phoenix theater on the gold coast in beanley that's Um, it what is your opening date guy the 5th of february the 5th of february so you have coming up a few weeks. yeah every friday and saturday in february saturdays with matinees so Saturday. there's plenty. You have so many opportunities yeah. to see these guys. Get your golden ticket. Get oh, yeah, buy your golden ticket today. Look at it. Go, buy a golden ticket today. You don't even have to win it. You can oh, just, you can buy, just it. buy the golden ticket. How Imagine amazing. it was that, that easy. I do have a question. Do your tickets come with a chocolate bar? You should no, definitely talk to the boss. They, come, they do come that. with a very sweet show. They do come with a very sweet. They come with you Lawson. get two hours of Lawson on stage. I just gotta, like Lawson, if you don't go into a career of marketing uh, and like obviously performing because you're very good, um, I don't know what's what's gonna happen. You're very good at this. Thank you. It is. Yeah. It's. It's. Everyone in the show is truly wonderful. The Amazing. cast, the creative team, the costumes, the set. It's just. It's wonderful. Everyone's at the top of their game. Everyone's, Definitely yeah, come check it out. Everyone's really nice there. And if anyone's thinking of auditioning. For one of the upcoming shows, do it. Yeah, everyone's really welcoming and nice there, sir. And a plug for Phoenix in general. Guys, look <laughs> at us go. Um, are there any other things you would like to tell us about before, like what you're doing, what other Anything shows? coming up this coming year or like social media We've already or plugged movie like world. <laughs> We've plugged movie world. Yeah, come on down. You'll see me around. No. Otherwise, we will post uh, the links to all the, uh, the production and to Phoenix in our show notes. Um, definitely, if you are in the... Brisbane, Gold Coast area and the surrounds have a have look-see at Charlie yeah. and the Chuck's Factory because you, you might not, but the professional production got cancelled due to COVID. So. It did, so yeah, it's going to be the first that. one in Brisbane. I was going to see You're that. Gonna see yeah. that just I did see it. Pre- preparation. <laughs> I, I saw it. They had one dress rehearsal oh, and they I did. got invited so I was lucky enough to see it. It was a very emotional evening. It yeah. was very sad Aww. and also very, it was bittersweet because yes. you go, wow, what a fantastic show. They have but literally just No one got to Brisbane. see this. Yeah. Well, yeah. they had Charlie. He never got to do a show. Aww. That was it. That was it. It was just one night. Sad. It sad. was very sad. So you're going to have to do it for him as well, you, Lawson. Yeah, Lawson, it's, don't feel like there's too much pressure on those shoulders, but you're doing it for kids everywhere. You're doing Lawson. it for kids everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, if wow. anyone's thinking of auditioning, do it really nice. And in my first audition, I threw lollies at them and they did not care one bit. Do you they know would what? have loved if that. As a panellist, if you threw lollies at me, I also wouldn't care. I'd be like, thank you. I've been here for six hours. This Cast is exactly him. He's what in I the needed. show. He's in. He's in. He threw candy at me. Amazing. Guys, thank you so much for coming on today and giving up your son. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure, Lawson. You can thank come back any time, even without Josh, if you want. <laughs> come on in. <laughs> Thank you also, Josh. It's nice oh, to have you. I honestly no can't believe you haven't been on the show before. I'd love to come back. Anytime. Anytime. Same. 
Talk to Miranda. She can schedule that in for you. Let's do it. Let's do it, guys. Uh, it's been me, KB, your host. With Zane C. Webber. It's been a while since we've shared the table. That's so me. That's I'm nice. Zane C. Zane C and KB. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should be a rap duo. Uh, Everybody, no, do you know that's not the first time that's been requested? <laughs> it's got to happen then. <laughs> no, it doesn't have um, to happen. popular belief. Maybe after Zane does the net- Necronomicon, we might do a rap battle for okay, you, depending on how, how 970 many. patrons <laughs> still to go, so I'm feeling safe <laughs> is how I'm feeling. Um, if you guys would like to find um, us, Taught Us Gang, you can find us on Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Musicals Teach Me. You can shoot us an email if you want at Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to be one of the 970 people that gets Zane to dance the Necronomicon, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com forward slash Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. It has been a pleasure talking to you guys about Charlie. Thank you so much for coming on. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.